Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Podcast Pete's podcast where I, Podcast Pete, talk about podcasts and podcasting, giving you real practical tips when it comes to making, publishing, marketing and monetizing your podcast. I'm only of interest to you if you're looking at creating a professional sounding podcast and you're wanting to attract the biggest audience that you can. If you've got a question or you just fancy a chat, uh, you can get in touch on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. I'm uh, at Podcast Pete too. Same on Instagram as well. Or you can always email therealpodcastpete at gmail.com. This week, I want to talk about microphone technique. Again, this is, a, is another vital bit of podcasting because without it, people just won't enjoy your content as much as they could or certainly as much as you would want them to. First of all, are you using your microphone correctly? And you probably say, what are you talking about, Pete? There's a correct way. You know, I thought you just spoke out loud and the magic thingy just caught all of the noise and that was it. Unfortunately not. That's, <laughs> that isn't the way it works. You need to be recording in the right place and you need to be in the right place for your microphone as well. So here's a quick exercise that you can do right now. Uh, make a thumbs up sign. So that's like a fist but with the thumb sticking straight up. Now you put the base of the fist which is the opposite end from the thumb, onto the microphone and put the tip of the thumb onto your bottom lip. That is the optimum distance to be from your microphone. Now, unless you have a very quiet speaking voice, you shouldn't be any closer than that. But what I found is, if you do move closer to the microphone at all, you seem to automatically drop the volume of your voice anyway. And really, you should only be further away than that if you've got a loud voice. Now, like me, I'm further away than a thumbs-up distance. And in time, you might find that the optimum distance is a couple of inches further away. And that's fine. That's one of the beauties of the podcasting experience, is finding out what works for you and going with that. But this, this thumbs-up distance is a good place to start. And it's where you're, or you shouldn't be distorted in the recording or sound like you're recording your podcast in a cavern or an airplane hangar. So you've got the, the technique down, as in you're the right distance away. What about the location of the microphone? Is one room better than another room? You'd better believe it is. Now, if you can afford it and you want to get into buying soundproofing and creating a room in your house that's your studio, that is great. But most people don't want to do that. Or they're going out to meet their guests at coffee houses or their offices or whatever. So if you're doing that, these are the things to keep in mind. You need to make sure that the room isn't too big you need to keep away from tiles on the wall or the floor. Tiles on walls and floors are sound repellers, which isn't a good thing. 
and you'll want to just keep away because they make everything sound really echoey. So that's why they, you know, that's why soundproofing is spongy because it absorbs the sound. And that's why bathroom tiles are not spongy because they don't. They absolutely reflect it back. And that's what you need to think about when you're entering a room. You think, right, okay, what's what are the hard surfaces? What are the soft surfaces? If maybe there's a lot of glass, that's that's a real bad reflector of sound. Plastered walls, bad reflectors of sound. But if you've got some coats up there, or if you've got, you know, as I've said, listen, if it's your podcast and it's just you on your own, it's just your voice, then duvet over the head. You can't go wrong with that. If it's you and a guest, though, what you need to do is make sure your guest and you are the optimum distance away from the microphone. And that may take a little bit of work before you start recording. You need to get the guest comfortable to talking into a microphone, but ignoring the microphone. Because what you find is people who've never used them before, they talk, but they look at the microphone. They become obsessed with it. And you don't want them doing that. You want them engaging with you. And all of this is where your headphones are going to come into play as well. Listen to the sound from the microphones through the headphones. Does it sound too echoey? Or do you and your guest sound too quiet? It could be that you're just too far away from the microphone. Does the noise through the microphone sound distorted? Could it be that maybe you're a little bit too close to the microphone or that you've got the microphone volume set too high or your sound levels on your laptop or your computer or your handheld recorder set too high. If you've got a, a sound meter that you can look at, so if you're using, say, Audacity, that does have a sound meter on it, or you've got a handheld recorder that probably has a, a monochrome sound meter on it, the trick isn't to get the needle or the graphic to go as far to the right as possible. It's to keep things sounding okay. And if you've got a, a colour-coded one, just like so much in life, red spells danger. So you'll, you may well have a, a sound meter on your programme on Audacity that's the traffic light system. So green and then orange or yellow and red. Green is great. Green and orange, great. Or green and yellow is great. And the odd touch of red is okay. But if you're living in the red, in a purely audio sense, of course, then you need to turn things down. And finally, people can actually find it quite difficult talking into a microphone on their own with no feedback. Because when you're talking, if you're having a conversation with someone, most times that you're talking, it's a two-way conversation. There's feedback when you're doing it. There's feedback from the person that you're speaking to. If you can see them, it's their eyes, it's their facial expressions. If you can't see them, so if you're talking to someone while you're playing online or on Zencaster or something, it's their vocalised affirmations. They're, uh-huh, oh yeah, oh, I agree. But not when it's just you talking into a microphone there's none of that coming back at you and that can be really disorientating so what you need to do is use your imagination 
picture your ideal listener. And you should have that ideal listener in your mind because we've talked about it in previous episodes. And just imagine that ideal listener sat the other side of the desk or looking at you through the screen of your laptop. And I know, I know it sounds weird, but it works. Talk to them. Direct your podcast at them and imagine them responding. Ah, interesting. My ideal listener just responded. All of that is going to make this concept of speaking to no one, in inverted commas, because of course you're going to be speaking to all of your listeners when they listen, but when you're recording it, you're going to be speaking to no one, and that's going to make it a little bit easier. Okay, that's all for this episode. In the meantime, you can find us. Uh, I'm on the Facebook page, Podcast Pete's Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Pete Two, or you can always email the Real Podcast Pete at gmail dot com. If you fancy being on the podcast shout out, where we give you thirty to sixty seconds to talk about your podcast, then you can just get in touch. Send your audio clip to the Real Podcast Pete at gmail dot com, and don't forget as well. Let me know, tag me in if you're launching a new podcast because I will share the heck right out of it. Okay, guys, take care, stay safe, happy podcasting, and I'll see you next time. This has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast.